You're listening to the Selling Social Podcast, and we're your hosts. I'm Laren Kelly. And I'm Sydney Lish. We're two entrepreneurs turned best friends, pulling back the curtain and taking you behind the scenes to show you what it really takes to build wildly successful brands. You'll learn tools, tips, and strategies from top industry trailblazers that are paving the way in the world of social selling and building brands online. This podcast is for you if you sell a product, a service, or your expertise. We are Selling Social. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back to the Selling Social Podcast. This is Laren, and I am so excited about this week because I turn 36 tomorrow. So you guys are listening to this episode, and tomorrow is my birthday, June 1st, and I am turning 36 years old. What? Oh my gosh, where did the time go? But you know what? I've been reflecting a lot on this the past week, and I'm just like, man, this is prime time. Your thirties are prime time. And I always heard that like when I was in my twenties, I loved my twenties. I had the most incredible twenties. And when I was turning 30, people are like, girl, you just wait. Thirties are better than your twenties. And people even say forties are better than your thirties. And I believe it because with age comes so much wisdom, comes so much experience, comes so much, just like getting so comfortable in who you are and just truly owning who you are, releasing, like spending those years, releasing those limiting beliefs, the self-doubt, those things. Of course, that still comes into your thirties and I'm sure it even goes into your forties, but there's just this level of just pure alignment that I feel right now. This level of just like pure, like this is my prime and I am just like going to own this year and I am so excited for it. So you guys to go into this, I'm like, okay, I just like wrote down some ideas that I'm like, what are 36 reasons? And I'm not going to go through all of them. Don't worry. We don't have time for that, but I'm going to hit some of the top ones that I'm like, what are the most powerful things that I have learned up to this point in my life that I just want to pay forward to you. And so the first one I want to say that's been really on my heart lately because I've been doing it is get in the rooms. Like I've talked about this before, how much money I've invested over the years in self-education, in putting myself in masterminds, putting myself in courses, putting myself in the rooms that are going to level me up, that are going to expand me and stretch me to be like, who is the next level of you? Who is the next person that you're becoming in this journey? And you have to pay for that. Honestly, sometimes you even hear like you have to pay for your friends. It's not paying for your friends. It's investing in that next level and surrounding yourself with those people that have already gone first. So that is one of the biggest ones that I want to pay forward to you guys is invest in yourself and your future education. Invest in those masterminds, invest in those courses. The second one is raise your hand. Raise your hand on Zoom calls, in the classroom, on masterminds, at events. Be the one to go first. Be the one to feel like you're asking that stupid question that's not a stupid question. Be the one to ask the hard questions. Show up. Be the one to go first. Because I can tell you right now, like this is one of the things that held me back the most as a kid. I was so afraid to ask the wrong question. Like I wouldn't raise my hand in the classroom because I was like, what if my question's stupid? And then people start at raising their hands. And the more times that people would raise 
raised their hand and asked questions, the more I went into my own head of like, mine's stupid, or I'm, I'm on the wrong page or all these things. And it just like sent me into a down spiral that I had to learn and teach myself over the years that that's that I know that's where my mind goes if I don't ask questions first. So now I'm the first one that I'm like, yep, if I'm on a mastermind or I'm on a Zoom call or something, I'm going to raise my hand so that I don't have time. I don't even have the room to give myself to start doubting myself or like doubting and allowing those limiting thoughts to come into my mind. So be the one to raise your hand and go first and ask those questions and reach out to people. Be the one to ask, reach out to people first. Like you're going to get farther when you create that opportunity for yourself. The next one is invest in personal development, not even necessarily invest in it. Just dive into personal development, dive into the law of attraction, like understand the power of manifesting. When I was 22 years old, I read the four agreements. And I just like immersed myself in personal development. I started obsessing over reading those personal development books, the law of attraction. The, there was one called the power. If you guys have never read this, it's by like the secret it's called the power. It's all about the power of love. And I remember I would just like read this book and I would walk down the street and be like, God, I, I, I love everything. I would be like, I love the plants. I love this energy. I love that person. I love love. I love seeing that. Like I just consumed myself with this positive energy. I would work so hard and I'd go home and I'd read personal development books and it transformed me. People are always like, how are you such a good leader in like in leadership positions and mentoring people when you're 23 years old? And I can say it was all because of the personal development journey I took myself on the books that I was reading, because at that time, podcasts didn't exist. Like some of the things that we do now didn't exist. Social media didn't exist. So it was books. I read so many books. I still do. Every single time I go to the airport, I buy a leadership development book or a personal development book. And I love that. It's like something that means so much to me. That is huge. Like you have to learn the power of the law of attraction. Like you are creating your life. You are creating the next level of you. You are creating your future. So if you are every day, we have the choice to choose our thoughts, to choose our patterns, our stories, to choose what we're focusing on. So when you learn to focus on what you want to create in your life and what you want to manifest into your life, you become unstoppable. And I learned this at a very young age. So my twenties, I had massive momentum that have led into my thirties because of that. And I owe it all to the personal development. The next one is listen to your intuition. This is massive. How often are we drowning it out or how often are, especially when we're younger, are we like second guessing ourselves because you have that kind of nervous feeling inside of you that you're like, I don't know if this is right. Or you're, you're doubting yourself instead of being like, no, I'm going to start to look within and master my intuition, master that feeling inside of me of being like, what is screaming at you when something feels off? What is screaming at you when something feels wrong or it just doesn't feel right? And then again, what feels right? When is it screaming at you that you're like, yes, this feels so good. This is exactly what I want. This is the exact direction that I need to go. You need to master that gut feeling. You need to like lean in and take that pause between making decisions to be like, what is my gut telling me? What is my intuition trying to tell me? That is huge. If you could take away anything, it's that one. The next one would be create boundaries. This is massive. And I learned this the older I've gotten because I used to say yes to so many things when I was younger, because so much of it was building my personal brand, building the, my professional brand. So I would, I would just surround myself. I would go to event after event every single night. I would say yes to every coffee meeting. I was just like 
giving to everybody, but I was like leaving myself last. And there were a lot of times where I would leave and I just would feel shitty energy or I'd be like that person sucked the life out of me, or I just don't feel good in the presence of this person or the presence of this event or this surrounding you, you have to come to a point where you're like, if it doesn't feel good, change it. If that person in your life is not making you feel better in their presence, remove them. If you feel like someone is taking advantage of you, put up the boundary and start to be like, you only have a limited amount of time. If you want to build a legacy business, if you want to create financial freedom for your future, if you want to build a family, if you want to live the life and create a life on your terms, it means saying no to a lot more things and creating healthy boundaries. It means training people how you want to be treated. It means like creating that boundary of like when, even with clients, for example, when are they allowed to reach out to? When are they not? Like create boundaries in your life. And if you feel like it's out of alignment, take that step back to be like, what does my dream life look like? What feels good to me and what feels healthy and stay in that? The next one I would say is meditation is everything. I did not meditate when I was younger. I, I, my meditation was like going on walks, going on runs, going hiking and reading those personal development books. But in my thirties, there was a pivotal moment a few years ago that somebody called me out and was just like, you know, they, they kind of held a mirror to my face saying like your energy is off because I was just in this struggle period of my life of transformation. I was, I was going through this massive transformation releasing some ego of like old ego and just allowing myself to shed those layers And he held a mirror up to me and was just like, you, your energy is so shut down. Like you're just shut off to the world. And it was this, it was a protection for me. I was protecting myself that had allowed me when I was younger to protect myself, to step into like a leader in a higher level, but it was being used against me the older I got. Meditation changed me. It allowed me to find, like sit in this place of peace where that I could embody this angelic magnetic white energy. This just this way of just being in the moment. And I can't describe it anymore like that, but like, it's this moment where you have found this calming peace in a meditation. When you're envisioning yourself, when you're envisioning your energy, that when you're envisioning the way you show up, the way who you are, you find this sense of being and just like owning who you are, because you guys have to remember no matter where you go in life, you're going, you're the one bringing yourself with you. So even if you're like, I want to move across the world, or I want to change my friend circle, or I want to get a new job, or I want to go into a new relationship, you're bringing you with you. So it all starts with you. If you're not happy with yourself, if you're closed off to the world, if you have harsh energy, if you're not showing up in alignment, you can't just move. You can't start a new job or a new relationship without changing you first. And that was what I had to go through was stripping all these layers to get down to the core root of everything that I am and just become pure energy. I was using power as this masculine get shit done energy. And I realized I had to tap back into this feminine, angelic, magnetic being of energy, this white light that I just wanted to radiate and consume and ooze out of me. That was meditation. And if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, damn, I need this, then that's what you need to focus on is like this sense of being the sense of like, even if you lost your legs tomorrow, you're still you like it's energy. It's the soul connection you have with yourself is where you need to focus on first for everything else in your world to fall into place. The next one would be, we are so hard on ourselves. We don't even realize like 
we're, we're our own worst critics. We're our own self-doubters. We're the ones that are just like, man, am I good enough? Am I showing up enough? Like these are the thoughts. And I promise you, I can promise you the older you get, the more confident you become, the more you just own who you are, the more you're just like, I don't give a shit what anybody else thinks of me. I just want to show up and be me. I just want to show up and deliver the impact that I meant to like be here for. I just want to inspire and influence people because I know who I am and I know the power I bring to a room and the way I inspire others. And if I could give you any gift, if you're younger than 36 or you're doubting yourself, it's that is you you're going to hit a point where it just doesn't matter anymore. Those stupid things just don't matter anymore. And it feels so good, but just keep going and be like, you know what? The only thing that I can control is what I can control myself. The next one is the similar is comparison is the thief of all joy. The number one thing you need to learn is to control like falling in love with yourself, falling in love with your own power, falling in love with your own gifts and your own zone of genius. The second you're comparing yourself, you need to take a step back and flip it and be like, what is it that's lighting me up? Like, what is it that's creating a trigger in me? That's making me compare myself to this other person. And you need to realize to flip it to inspiration. You are not comparing yourself to them, you are allowing that person to inspire something that already exists within you. So how can you even write it down and be like, what is bringing this out of me? What is creating a trigger? Why am I comparing myself to this person? And then on the other side of that paper, flip it to what is this inspiring within you? Who do you need to become that's allowing this to excite you versus create the comparison? The next one is Learn to manage your ego. It will not get you where you want to go. I can promise you that. Like, let go of your ego. And ego is not, I'm not talking like um, this high level of confidence that sometimes people perceive as like a cockiness or an arrogance. I'm talking about ego that is that yucky feeling that comes up inside of you that prevents you from moving forward, that prevents you from collaboration, that prevents you from certain decisions. Like it is your own worst enemy. And when I left my job, I went through this, like, I just quit my job four years ago. And I, I know I talk about that a lot, but it's, it, it's cause it's something that a lot of people are going through. And you go through this period of having this identity crisis where you just don't feel like yourself. Because for me, it was like, man, I had all this success. I had all these opportunities. I had all these things. And I'm like, who am I without that? How many of you have felt that way with something in your life? Who am I without those things? And I needed to strip that ego and get down to the core of who I am and realize who I am without all of those things. Who am I with the way I'm really showing up in this world? Why am I doing what I do? Why do I work so hard? What is driving me at the end of the day? What is the impact I want to create? What is my heart? Who who am I at the core of who I am? Like, what is my heart saying about me? And when I realized that, and when I did the work on that and stripped those layers and just stepped into that, I realized the power is in that there's so much more power in that. When you can like learn to balance that, like feminine energy and masculine energy that Sydney and I talk a lot about and know when to turn on the masculine energy to get stuff done, but when to lean into that feminine energy, when to let go of the ego, when to just step back into like your beautiful heart, there is so much power in that. Okay. So the next one, you guys is success comes from momentum. Yes. This is the biggest thing. When I look back on all of the points of success in my life, 
the, they all come from a phase and a season of momentum, because when you're in massive momentum, you're not thinking about what your competitors doing. You're not analyzing if you're doing it right or wrong, or leaning into your stories or your limiting beliefs. You're not comparing yourself to others. You are in so much massive momentum. You were in a state of flow. Everything feels like it's coming easy to you. You're almost like a little overwhelmed, but at the same time, like you're just going. You have to create momentum in your business. That is what is going to lead to your next success in your business, that next level for you. So take that time to be like, okay, if you're, if you're in the season of waiting, how do you create the season of momentum? And that is just going hard at everything you do that leads to success in your business, whatever industry you're in, like, how can you just amplify that so much more and create momentum in your business? The next one is you guys take bold risks, take, take the big leaps, get into such uncomfortable action that you wake up every day feeling uncomfortable, that you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone every single day, that you're taking bold risks. Cause the last thing I want you to do is wake up when you're 50 or when you're 60 and be like, I wish I would have done that. I can honestly look back and be like, I don't actually want to say this, but I, I could say if I, if something were to happen tomorrow and I were to like pass away tomorrow, I would know that I have lived my life a hundred percent taking bold risks, taking the big leaps, taking uncomfortable action for pushing myself to the next level all the time. I would be so like, you know what? I have lived such a good life up to this point and I'm so proud of myself. And I heard Dean Graziosi, I'm taking this like amazing mastermind with Dean Graziosi right now. And he said, like, you know, if God showed you a video at the end of your life and said, this is the woman you could have been how would you feel? And I just know, I don't want to wake up. I don't want to see that video and be like, man, I never lived up to my potential. I never went after my dream. I spent so much time working so hard, but I was never working towards something that excited me or that felt like it was mine. And I want you guys to hear this. If you're not building your own business and you hate your job and you're going to something you hate every day, why are you doing it? Do you want to wake up in a few years and be like, yeah, I worked so hard, eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, but for what and for who? Because it wasn't for you. It might be paying your bills or allowing you to travel a couple times a year. But like, what is deeply calling at your soul? What is really pulling you every single day? Like, that is what you need to go after. And I promise you, when you take bold risks and you take big leaps and you become resourceful and you say, you know what, I'm going to figure it out and God's got me, he will get you. He will be there to help you. I took that big risk and he was there every step of the way to provide for me what I needed to provide the next step, to paint the path or provide the next person into my life or provide the financial resources for me. He will support you when you take those bold risks, but it's up to you to be like, what is it that I deserve? And what is it that I really want? Life is too short. So go after the things that are like just setting your soul on fire. The next one is like develop the most deep resilience, the ability to just recover fast. You're going to have those seasons that just like knock you down or you feel like you're struggling. And I will tell you right now, I went through it for four years where I just felt like I was in such a struggle and I was like, I, I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And now looking back, I'm like, there is so much power in the struggle. It's like you hear all the time, turn your pain into your power, turn your mess into your message. And I, I, you know, sitting in church one day and the pastor was talking about those old disposable cameras that you like would take it on the camera and then you had to take it to go get developed. I dropped my camera off at Safeway. They would go back into the dark room and they would like develop 
the film, right? But if that film was exposed to light too soon, it would ruin it. And that's what you have to remember in these moments is if you try to come through the struggle too fast, if you try to pull through this season of your life where God is like doing the work inside of you, then you're missing the entire point. It's going to ruin the entire point. It's going to ruin the process of who you could be on the other side of it. You have to allow the process to develop you. And it doesn't matter how far or how long it's going to take you lean into it and just be like, God, you've got me here for a reason. I'm going to show up in this season a hundred percent. I'm going to learn what I'm supposed to learn about myself in this process. And I promise you, you will pull through on the other side and you're going to be more powerful, more stronger, more wise, more just like confident in who you are on that next level. There is a reason for it. Again, you guys, you only have a limited amount of time in a day. So it's like an unlimited amount of time in this life. How do you want, like, who do you want to be in this life? How do you want to show up? It even goes back to like on the daily, like when you look at like some of the most powerful people in this world, it's like, how did they get there? Well, they're taking bigger action in the time that they have. So one thing I've learned is when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, it's six in the morning and I have till nine o'clock tonight when I want to go to bed. So the actions that I choose to invest in today need to be at a higher level. I'm going to commit 1%, 2%, 3% more today. I'm going to choose to reach out, not like, let's use, for example, if you're reaching out to prospects, are you reaching out to prospects that are comfortable? Are you reaching out that the ones that are at that next level that make you a little uncomfortable? I've learned to develop the muscle of like, do the harder things, go for the bigger pieces, go for the bigger action, because it's going to move you forward 10 times faster, make bolder moves in those, those 10 hours that you have that day than someone else doing average moves. Like it's not about outworking the person. We all can work our asses off. We can all work so hard. It's what are you doing with that time to within that time you're working to create more financial freedom, to create more time freedom, to create more success in your business, to create more what that it means so much to you within that time. Okay. Then it's all about too, like you can work so hard, but it's, if you're not working on yourself the most, there is no point. One of the biggest things I've learned about myself is the reason I have any type of success in my life or any type of happiness in my life is because I've spent more time working on me than anything else, than anybody else. And I've helped, I've coached a lot of people. I've mentored a lot of people throughout my life, but the only reason that I can do that. And the only reason I can give those people good advice or good wisdom or good guidance is because I've done the work on myself. I've been through it. So it's like, when you look at your week or your month or your next year, how much time is actually carved out to you, to making yourself better, to doing the work within first, because that self-awareness is your power. That self-awareness is going to lead you to the next opportunity and create the life that you've always been wanting. The next one is about my relationship. Oh, you guys, I just, I was laying in bed the other night and I just started to cry. I was laying next to Chris and tears just started pouring down my face. And he's like, why are you crying? And I'm like, I just love you so much. And I just started to cry. I was just like, I am so 
grateful that I found you and that you're my best friend and I get to do life with him every single day that we're building this life together, that it's not like he's going to a job. I'm going to a job. We come home and tell each other about our jobs or our lives. And we're kind of living separate lives, but we're telling each other our lives. Like we're doing life together. We, we have the same vision together. We want to grow together. We support each other's like wild ideas and wild ambitions. We, we support each other in the hardest moments of struggle and the moments of wealth. And I was telling my parents this recently, like I was expressing to them, like how much I love him. And I go, you know what? I would be, I would live uh, like, I'd be the poorest person with him or the richest person with him. I could build no business with him or build the most wildly successful business, but it's him I want to be with. And I, I encourage you, if you haven't found that partner, fairy tales do exist. That person exists. Like you, but you first want to like, you first have to become the person you want to become in that relationship. That person is not going to complete you. That person is going to enhance and magnify everything you've already created within yourself. And when you can find that level of that partnership and like be able to just lay there and feel like in such alignment and gratitude that you're working towards something together, but you're also doing the work within yourselves, there is nothing better. There's no better feeling. And I just look at him every day and I'm like, out of all of those people I dated up to this point and all those shitty relationships and those terrible men that I gave my time and energy to when I was younger, I am so grateful that all of that led me to him. I'm so grateful for all those hurt moments, those, those moments where you're just like so fed up with relationships being like, does it even exist? And I promise you for that person that needs to hear this, it does exist. And I waited till I was 31 years old to even find him. I didn't wait. I, I was 31 years old when I met him. And I don't care how long it would have taken. I just to get to this point and have this person in your life is worth it. So hold on to it. Envision it. Chris and I, before we met, we wrote down lists of exactly what we wanted in our partner, what we wanted in our relationship, the way we wanted to feel around somebody. And we got so clear on that before we even met each other. And then those lists matched exactly what we were looking for. And that goes for your relationship, your life, your money, your happiness. Like, what are you working toward? Get clear on your vision and make sure it feels aligned and be like, this is what I want to attract in my life and never settle for anything less. Okay. And then just be wildly dedicated to that vision. Once you lock that vision in, like, what are you doing every day to work toward it? But at the same time, like never be so focused on the vision that you're not enjoying the present moment. One thing I love about Chris and I too, is that we're so passionate about what we're working toward, yet we love every single day. We find the beauty in every single day. We fall in love with the small moments of every single day. We went on a walk last night and we were just sitting on this hill looking, overlooking downtown at sunset. And I was just at such peace. And I'm like, there's nowhere I need to be. There's nothing I need to be doing right now than in this moment. You, you can be wildly excited for your future and creating what you're creating, but be so obsessed with living in the present moment that you're not missing the special things. Okay. The next one is my dad always taught me this is like early, the early bird gets the worm, be the first one to show up and the last one to leave. You know, I, when I had a job and I worked for someone else, I was the first one to be there. I'd be like, I'm going to be there before the owner and I'm going to be the last one to leave. 
now it's like I'm my own boss. So I'm, I have to be self-motivated, but it's like, I, I'm the first one to show up for my dream. I'm the last one to leave. Like you have to show up. Nobody's going to want it more than you. So it's like when you own your own company and I'm speaking to all the female entrepreneurs that listening right now, like be the first one to show up, show up every single day for your dream. The next one's like build a team. Like if you want to take your business to the next level, you need to learn the power of delegation. You need to learn how to lead leaders and you need to learn how to develop a team. You can't do this alone. You need the support system. You need your friends that are cheering you on and supporting you and like being like, you've got this. You need the team that works for you. That's like, yes, lean into their greats and be like, you know what? You have greats that I don't have. That's what's going to take you to the next level. You can't do it all on your own. I want to like also surround off of that, surround yourself with people who have big visions and goals. When I was like in my early thirties, I started to remove people that I'm like, their conversations did not excite me. I left feeling more drained. And I'm like, I look around now and the people that I'm surrounded by, and we have the deepest, most incredible conversations about life. We talk big visions and big ideas and big goals and how we're working on ourselves and how we're always striving to like add, create more impact. Those are the people that you want to surround yourself with. So like, take a look and be like, okay, if going into this next year of my life, like, am I surrounding myself with people that are where I'm going or that are where I'm coming from? And I know I want to keep surrounding myself with people that are where I'm going and that like support my vision and support what I want for my life. And then you guys respect the seasons in your life. Not everything lasts forever. And like, you're going to go through different seasons, wild seasons of success, wild seasons of hardship. They're just seasons and nothing like that is going to last forever. And I look back on some of the most like pivotal moments in my life that I felt like were going to last forever and they don't. And I, you just have to be like, are these the people that I want to grow with? Are these the people, did they just serve a massive lesson in my life? Or are they meant to go with me for the rest of my life? And you're going to outgrow certain people and that's okay. But like, choose the friendships, choose the partner that you want to grow with, that you want to grow together, that you're never going to let one of you outgrow the other, because there's going to be those people in your life, like your spouse and your best friends that you're always going to grow together. But then you have to accept and know there's certain people in your life that it's okay to outgrow and you need to love them from afar. You need to just bless and release and be like, that's their journey. And this is mine. Okay. Um, another one, I just like something that has always been important to me is to gift experiences. And this, I'm talking more like, like if you're going to give someone a present, the biggest things in life, like I said, is our time, right? The biggest asset is our time. The biggest things that you're going to remember and look back on are experiences, not the golf shirt you gave someone, but the experience that you got to go do with that person. And I want you guys to really look at that and be like, the next time you have to gift something to a friend, to a coworker, to a family member, to yourself gift and experience. Because when I look back on the last 36 years of my life, the most important things that I remember are all of the experiences that I have with my family, with Chris, with my friends, with my coworkers, with my clients, they're all experiences. The next one is more about health is Net one, never stop moving your body because you're not getting any younger. Like, so when you're like, okay, I want to get better with age, 
don't stop working out. Don't stop moving your body because it only is going to get harder. Like do everything you can to move your body. And this is one thing my mom's always told me and she's in her sixties now. And you know, she can't go run down the block now. And she's like, I wish I had never stopped working out. I wish I had never stopped treating my body. Right. And I want you guys to like at 36, I'm obsessed with taking my telomere support. I'm obsessed with drinking my liquid collagen. I'm obsessed with intermittent fasting with cleanse juice that like is a cellular cleanse in my body. I'm obsessed with like eating clean and working out because I'm like, it's not even about weight loss anymore. It's about like literally reversing the aging process in my body, feeling good and being like, okay, how do I want to feel in 10 years from now? How do I want to feel in 20 years from now? It starts with what you do today. So it's like right now, that's one of the biggest things that I'm like, really, I'm like, uh, 36 is prime time. I am so excited to get into the best shape of my life and look better now and even better at 40 than I did in my twenties. than I did even like, you know, when I was younger, but it starts with how are you showing up every day and the consistency that you're putting into it. The next one is I want to go back to like the relationship thing is not only love hard, but like love hard with your relationship, your spouse, love hard with your friendships, like show people how much you love them. Tell them, send those gratitude messages, set, reach out and tell people how much they, you appreciate them. When you're sitting next to your spouse, even if it annoys them, tell them how much you love them every day. Life is too short, like show more love, love hard, love strangers. Like we're here just for relationships. And if you talk, if you ever listen to those things, like on YouTube, where it's like the people die and come back or whatever, whatever it's called, they all talk about the power of relationships and how that's really the only reason we're living is not to work so hard, but like the relationships in your life and how you love people with your spouse. Here's a big one that I've learned with Chris is somebody has to be the neutralizer. So if you're arguing, somebody needs to kill it with love within 10 minutes, nothing is worse or nothing is worth letting it like carry on. Like if Chris and I argue and I, one of us is like, Oh, I just need to breather. We'll only let it go 10 minutes. And one of us will come in and just hug the other person, kiss the other person and be like, I love you. And we kill it with love. Like, and it's just that argument is just gone be the neutralizer, like show them, like how, make sure in your relationships, you never let something go too long. Nothing is worth holding on to. And the last couple of you guys is life is responding to you. And this kind of goes back to how I started this, but like what you were thinking, what you were imagining, what you were manifesting, what you were doing, it is all responding to you. The way you're creating your reality, the way you're thinking about things, the way you're feeling things, the way you're imagining things, it is a hundred percent in your control. You are creating your own reality, like believe that. So it's like, you have to look around at life is responding to you when there's negative things going on. It's not negative things. It's what's happening on the inside of you. What are you doing? That's creating this around you. If amazing things are happening around you, it's because you were found massive alignment. You were po- thinking so positive. You were being like, I believe that this can happen to me. I'm imagining this happening to me. Look at the, like the greatest athletes in the world. It's because the way they show up on the court is because they've spent hours in their mind, imagining that perfect shot, that perfect throw, that perfect goal. They've envisioned it for so long that by the time they're ready to take action, they've already imagined the way they want it to manifest into their existence. And it's the same thing for us. How do you want to show up every single day? Like it's responding to you, but it starts with you. 
All right, you guys, um, these are so many, but I could go on and on about this, but uh, I am just so freaking excited for this year and just where I'm at in my life and getting to show up every week for you guys. I am so grateful for Sydney. I'm so grateful that like for her friendship, for her partnership, like that's another thing. People tried to put like their stories on us about partnerships and we just have such a beautiful partnership and I'm just so grateful for her. I'm so grateful for this community and this audience we're building and that we get to show up every day and just add value to your lives. So thank you for letting me celebrate this birthday with you. And I would love to hear which of these like really impacted you the most and stood out to you the most. Um, shoot me a DM at Laren Kelly on Instagram. And I would love for you guys to snapshot this episode, upload it to your IG stories, pay it forward and write a review because the more people that can get this, we can get these messages out to the better. I love you guys. I hope you have a great week.